Unloaded for ya. What's up, you guys? That's a different, uh, that's a different thing. That's Waypoint Church. Some of you probably know where we're at just by looking Harvester Baptist. Harvester Baptist Church, this used to be. It's now Waypoint Baptist Church. I think Danny Campbell is the first one, Barry. What? Isn't that him right there? I see that little icon right there. Morning, Danny. That's Danny Campbell. Oh, look at that. We're clicking on I can't see you. Well, now Annette actually says hi first, but I think I saw Danny. Wow. Hey, Annette. Can't wait. Hey, Reagan. What's up? What's up? I can't wait to see, uh, Annette, what you have for us this weekend as we celebrate the Lord's Supper again. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be good. Reagan says, here, exclamation, exclamation points. <laughs> Connie Tucker, come on in. Good to see you, Connie. What's up, Connie? We're getting closer for your return, your inevitable return when we get to see you again. It's going to be great. I'm going to give a couple more minutes here, Barry. You know what's cool about that church right there? It used to be Harvester Baptist Church. That was where Barry got baptized back in 1924. No, wait a minute. I'm sorry. 1993. It was June, wasn't it? June or July? Yeah. So we had a little bit of a confusion. This is where the Bible mishap story that I Yeah. Told. Yeah. parking lot. Right there. <laughs> That's right here. Yeah. He was so excited, but uh, there was some confusion as to what time we were going on today because we still had last week or the was it last week we did 1245? Yeah. We're in Kansas City last week? Yep. Okay. So uh, anyway, we're here. It's 12.15, and looks like we have six people that are with us, which is super cool. So we're glad you guys decided to join us, even though there was a little bit of confusion on the 12.45 thing. So anyway, um, Betty, here, but can't have sound. I have no idea what that even means, Betty. Here, but can't. Oh, oh, you're there. Okay, gotcha. I thought, but you can hear it. Everybody else, okay. I didn't, I didn't understand. So you can just watch me try to lip sync. How about this? That said Jesus loves you. So uh, some of you may or may not have heard this story, but I'm going to say it anyway for those that maybe haven't. Uh, I love Cheetos. Cheetos berry are, are really, really amazing things. And over the years, uh, over the years, I've evolved in my palate. I've now moved up to the puff, puffy kind of you know, the cheese puffs? Yeah, cheese puffs. Made by Cheetos, but they're puffy. They're just, hey, Brett, they're just better. I just think they're better. Um, and over the years, as you know, mature and things. Hey, Sarah, you mature, your palate becomes more um, discerning. Well, for years, there's an Italian place in Forestell. It's no longer there, but for years, uh, I was told of this Galetti's. This Galetti's was an Italian restaurant right near Highway T in um, Forestell. And for years, I think my good friend Ryan Abishan took his wife there and said, oh, you have to try this place. It's amazing. <clears throat> Another person came up and said, you have to try this place. So this went on for probably six months to a year. I was told how good this place was, right? Well, finally, Lynn had a customer that gave her a couple of gift cards for this Galetti's restaurant so we had a good reason to go it might have even been on our 25th anniversary there was some kind of thing that we went uh to this galetti's for ourselves because it was free which i like free berry 
You know? Free's always good. Free's good. Yes. So anyway, we go to this Galetti's and we're sitting in there. And the first thing, it was a really quaint little place. And, you know, not really much to, to look at inside. Uh, but it was, we, we, we were sitting at the table and the server brings over, uh, I think it was the salad first. And uh, we ordered our stuff and, you know. And we've, we've eaten at some pretty good restaurants. Len has a better palate than I do. But we've been blessed to be able to uh, eat some good restaurants. Um, but the salad came out, and I tasted the salad. And I actually couldn't believe what I tasted. I was like, is this, is this really good? I had asked my wife. I do that a lot. Len, is this really, really good? And she said, oh, yeah. This is very, very good. Okay. Well. Uh, a little bit later, they bring the bread out. Now, the bread had, the, you know, the olive oil drip there, Barry. It's got all that, that deal on it. And, and, you know, they, they yeah. cut it for us on the table, and they cut it in little pieces. It was made in the back, apparently. And I asked her again. I said, was that was that really good? Because either I'm getting my mind blown, or I'm really, really hungry, or what's the deal? She said, that was actually amazing. It was really incredible. So then they bring out the main course, guys. And I can't remember what I ordered, some kind of white sauce with a fancy name or something. And I tasted it, and I can't really describe what was going on on my tongue and my mouth. Uh, it was unbelievable. And I asked Lynn again, and I cannot tell you how much joy I had. I actually, for the first time, if never before or since, actually experienced real joy over having food. It was incredible. It was like uh, like it was meant to be that way. Like food, like and I've had some good meals. My mother was a good cook, and you know this and that. And that's great. I had never experienced anything like this before. So when we left there, I kid you not, and I'm not exaggerating, we talked about it for probably two hours. Uh, it was amazing. We just talked about how much how good it was, the, the texture of the food, and this and that. And when I left there, or even the next morning, I I could actually say because I tasted for myself that it was indeed everything that I had been told. I didn't have to any longer listen to the, the account of other people, but I tasted for myself, and I knew that it was good. Did it freeze? Am I frozen, guys? Sarah, is it unfrozen, or is that just on your end? Anyway, I hope it hasn't frozen. My point to that, and some of you are already getting it, you know, there's a scripture found in the Psalms, Psalm 34 and verse 8. I'm going to read a little bit of that, and then I'm going to read something else. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joy of those who take refuge in Him. Fear the Lord, you, His godly people, for those who fear Him will have all of the need, all they need. And I think about it right now because, you know, when I was a kid, and even when I was a uh, a younger person in Christ, I would see people that it seemed like they had found this sweet spot, this joy in the Lord that was almost unavailable or beyond my grasp. And I wondered why, because at that point I hadn't, for myself, I'd come to Jesus. I was uh, living in him as best I could, but I hadn't uh, tasted and seen that he's good. I didn't have that experience behind me. I didn't have that joy for myself. But all these years later, I can actually understand what they meant because I have indeed tasted and I've seen that the Lord is good. I no longer have to listen to other people. Now I'm gladly one of those that go and share. Hey, have you tasted and seen that the Lord is good? Have you tried this? Now you gotta stick long you gotta stick with it longer than a day or two and you have to learn. You have to learn from Jesus. Take my yoke upon you 
and learn from me. A lot of people, they come to Jesus and they give up before they've actually tasted and seen that the Lord is good. You got to stick with it longer than just a little while. Amen. You have to stick with it. And then you're one of those people that say, taste and see that the Lord is good. I don't have to listen to other people's witness. Yeah. I don't have to listen. I have the, the witness of the Holy Spirit, of course. But I also have this incredible experience and track record with Jesus and, and taking his yoke upon me and learning from him. And I can say, without doubt, taste and see that the Lord is indeed good. Come, my children, and listen to me, and I will teach you to fear the Lord. Does anyone want to live a life that is long and prosperous? Then keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. Maintain it. When he says there, do you want to live a long life uh, that's long and prosperous? A lot of people have the misconception that Jesus, you know, just because you're tasting and seeing that the Lord is good, your bank account's going to get fat, all of these things yeah. are going to happen. That's not the kind of blessing that he's talking about. <clears throat> not that that couldn't happen, but maybe it could. But when you're tasting and abiding and living in the Lord, you're seeing that it's good, doesn't really matter because like Paul, we learn to be content in whatever circumstance we find ourselves in because it's it's a well, uh, Jesus had come to be all who are thirsty. So it's a well that never runs dry when you're tapped into Jesus and when you're tapped into the source of eternal life, you're tapped into life itself and you're, you're tasting and seeing that the Lord is indeed good. You don't want to leave. You don't want to leave that well. You don't want to leave that good place that God has you in. So I'm going to turn to your Bibles real quick to John chapter 4. And a lot of you guys are familiar with the story of the Samaritan woman. I love that story. And I love the kindness of Jesus and how kind he was to this person who just did not know. A lot of times there are people that we know that are just ignorant. They just don't know. They don't know this Jesus that you speak of. They don't know what it means to taste in the Lord and see that he's good. They don't understand what you're even talking about. So he's kind to this woman who's... Um, She's an adulterous woman. She's got all the stuff going on. And, and, and read the story for yourself if you haven't read it. It's found in John chapter 4, verse 1 through, oh, I don't know, the whole almost all chapter 4. But I'm going to scope in on this last part of it. As Jesus ministers to her and, and loves on her and, 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 and just uh, really just doesn't condemn her, actually calls out the people that are condemning her. It's kind of cool just the way that it works because Jesus is always kind to sinners. And he's never kind to, he's never, he's actually tough on the religious people, Barry. Yeah. Barry. Really hard on yeah. religious people all through yeah. the scriptures. Yeah. You'll find that Jesus was hardest on the Pharisees and people that thought they had it all together. And really, really kind to the people that realized, I don't have it all together and I'm a mess. And I'm coming to you because I want to be fixed. But watch what happens at the end of this, through this one woman and her witness. In 39, and again, read the account, for re-familiarize yourself. But think of this in context of what we've seen. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Many Samaritans in the village believed in Jesus because the woman said. Now remember this woman? Everybody would have known this woman. Everybody known who she was and what she had done and all the things that was going on with all the men she'd been with, blah, blah, blah. Everybody knew it. And here she is after she encounters Jesus and his kindness at the well. She, they, she said this, he told me everything I ever did. When they came out to see him, they begged him to stay in their village. So he stayed for two days, long enough for many more to hear his message and believe. Now watch this. Then they said to the woman, Now we believe, not just because of what you told us, but because of what we heard from him ourselves. Now we know that he is indeed the Savior of the world. They've learned 
Yes, Connie, we are the hands and feet. They've learned uh, that they've come to Jesus themselves. They don't have to listen to other people talk about how good God is. They don't have to listen to other people say they have an experience for themselves. So my encouragement, if you haven't come to that place where you can see and you've tasted and seen that the Lord is good, stick with it. Stick with it. And when he reveals something to you, respond to it. Uh, know him by his word. We talk about it all the time. Know him by his word. Uh, and then you can see if you stick with it, just don't give up. And eventually you come into the space where you can taste and see that the Lord is good. He's going to take care of you. He's going to uh, prosper you in, in ways you could never even imagine. And again, I'm not talking about material blessings. That could be. But I'm talking about your relationship with the Lord, that peace that surpasses all understanding, all the other fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, kindness, self-control, patience, long-suffering. All of those things are happening when you're tasting and seeing that the Lord is good. So you have to stick with it. You just have to you have to hang in there even when it gets tough, Barry. That's right. Because it gets tough. It does get tough. It's real tough. Well, I remember you spoke of Gillette's and I didn't get it I never made it out there before they closed. So I missed it. But I heard all about it, how good it was. and more people than just you talked about it. It was, it was all over. Everybody was talking about how great it was. God is the same way. And you hear us saying this all the time and you mentioned the same thing that we have, we have tasted. I didn't miss that boat. I have that's tasted right, and Barry. seen uh, the goodness of God. That's why we tell everybody about them. And, and that's kind of our job for, uh, that's why we, we tell you guys to tell your friends too. Tell them if you've tasted and seen how good God is. Tell others so they'll research it for themselves. But I can tell you one thing. Once you do, you're, you're forever changed. Yeah, dude. There's no doubt about it. Just like you said, when you start digging and you find it, you find the diamond in the rough for yourself, you're never the same. That's why we're, we're, we're so excited. We want to tell everybody. We want everybody to go along on this ride with us. Yeah. So, and it's a long journey, and it does get very tough at times. Sometimes it seems like God's nowhere around, but we know he is. We know he's in all of our messes. He's right He's right where he needs to be. So if you have not tasted and seen that God is good, just hang in there like, like Randy was saying. Hang on. Keep digging, because if you dig, you're going to find. You're going to find the well, and you will find that he is good. So keep searching. Don't give up. Hey, great segue into uh, this weekend's message. Yeah, and you know what's funny? Um, yeah, the, the man, that the chef there, did die. And he had a heart attack. But he was the nephew of the, the guy, Tony's on the hill. And I remember talking to the server, and I asked, I said, is it normal for me to want to go hug the chef? <laughs> she said, no, it happens all the time. I said, it's about to happen again. And I went, and I tracked him down, high-fived him, uh, gave him a hug because it was amazing. What a blessing. But great segue into this week's message concerning yeah. wells. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, Isaac and Isaac's wells. Actually, they were Abraham's wells. Isaac rediscovered them and redug them. Found in um, Genesis chapter 26. I've been camped on that. I couldn't get away from that chapter. I kept going back to it. But there's so much to uh, the wells in the Bible. Uh, tapping into the well, uh, you know, and, and the water. But anyway... Uh, maybe we'll see you guys this weekend at 6 o'clock, Barry, at the yeah. old OK Corral. Yeah, so we're doing Communion too. Communion too. Yeah. Annette and Rich have kind of taken over that, so we're hoping uh, Jamie's, coming. Jamie's coming out. Yeah. Rich and Annette are going to handle uh, the communion service, so part of the service, so it's going to be a wonderful deal. So, oh, and Rob Niebricky, Barry's Ooh, bringing his first Come On come Man. Come On Man. I'm it's going to be a great weekend, so we hope we see Seven you guys up. there. Thanks for tuning in, and please share.